0: What up?
1: <laughs> what up, y'all? So, today's exciting because we're going to talk about probably our favorite thing, well one of our favorite things ever.
0: We're not <laughs> talking about Brink or Hocus Pocus, so there's so, like, only one other thing it could be. Or, or New Tom DeLong.
1: Fox. Yeah, or New Kids on the Block. Oh, shout out. That's the next one, but we have a timely timely podcast. True. We're going to be covering some Tony Hawk Pro Skater topics um yes so by the time you're listening to this it's going to be a little bit after we recorded it but yeah um this is it to go along with the reissue of tony hawks pro skaters one and two the remaster so we got larry the printer yo we got fact ass steve what a do baby we got mill <laughs> we are gonna fucking get into tony hawks pro skater one and two and I feel like we're going to cover the OGs more in this episode, and then when the game comes out on Friday and we all beat it in a day, we'll cover that.
0: Yeah. Dude, it's the day after tomorrow. I so can't sick. fucking... I, I can't believe it. Nah, it'll, <laughs>
2: well, be, it'll be tomorrow. At, today's Wednesday?
0: Yeah, so at I mean, like, recording? tomorrow
2: at midnight? 11. Yeah, tomorrow at 11. Oh, What's word. really crazy
1: um, to me is, like, so this is 2020, the first game came out in 99, so 21 years ago. It's freaking weird freaking crazy. It's weird for me to be like, oh, I got a game the day it came out 21 years ago. Right. I shouldn't be able to say that. No, but you were, like, what, five or something? Six? Uh, I think I turned, it, it came out, I have to look up the release date. I was seven. I got it for my seventh birthday. I actually didn't get it the day it came out.
2: Uh, it was, uh, I'll do my job here. September 29th, ninety nine.
1: Okay, so I got it. Yeah, I did get yeah. it. Yeah. So You'd like just turned seven. Yeah, it was it was five days after I turned seven, and I remember being like, I want that, and it didn't come out yet. So my parents got me whatever, but then they were like, my mom's like, I'll take you to the store, and I remember she I bought it at Toys R Us. They used to have that like um, section where the video games were, and it was like, oh yeah. Was lo- remember how I was like locked up, like you couldn't take other shit in there. Right. I got the first one on N sixty four, and then I got the second one on PS two, but or PS one rather. But I got it on N sixty four. It's like a blue cartridge.
0: The second one is yellow, right?
1: Yeah, but I never owned that one on sixty four, just on PlayStation. No. But the disc is yeah. yellow,
0: too. The disc is yellow. So, the first disc was silver, right?
1: I don't remember. I didn't have it on PlayStation. I've played it. So it was it, just
0: silver with like a black, like most, on of,
1: it. like most of the games.
0: Yeah, true. I mean, true.
1: PlayStation, uh, or back in the day, games weren't usually highly detailed on the cartridge or disc, so I remember, like, Donkey Kong was yellow, mm-hmm. so I remember, and there was, like, I had one game that was red, I think, or I played something that was red, but, like, I remember that being blue, like, stood out to me, I was like, oh, this is sick, and it's a different color, and, I don't uh, know, it's cool. That it is cool. And that was, like, the first video game, I think, that had a, um, we, we talk about this all the time, but how, how it had a really important soundtrack.
0: Absolutely, that soundtrack, like, changed, like, it's gonna sound stupid, but, like, that soundtrack changed people's lives.
1: But I think something we don't talk about a lot is how, I think that soundtrack raised the bar for other video games. True.
0: You know but, like, You, like, get, like, other extreme sports games, like, uh, the Dave Mirror games, and, like, Grind Session and shit. They all tried to have really good soundtracks, and they did great jobs. Those games have awesome music in it. Like, the theme music to the Dave Mirror game was fucking... Got it all in sight by 59 times of pain. That's fucking sick.
1: Well, even sports games, like, started getting, like, Green Day and Blink-182 and, like, whatever. Oh, sure. You know, all kind of shit. But, um, you know, I, I mean, Blink was on a Madden game. Right. So it's like, I think that Tony Hawk kind of set the bar because I had, you know, sports games around that time, too, but they were really bad. Sure, sure. Like, the engine for Tony Hawk was awesome it was more fun to play the game. I know there's a lot to cover here. I'm just kind of going off a list, but the music was better. Um, It was kind of the whole experience of like, you're just like put it in to play the game and you get sucked into everything that comes with it. Yeah, Absolutely.
2: And and you have to think uh, on the bit regarding the soundtrack, like not many games were featuring licensed music in them. Yeah. (laughs) And we were still like, what, a year or two off from Grand Theft Auto 3. Yeah. When that really was where that kind of started to be more commonplace. I think... um, True.
1: I think something else, too, that's really interesting is, like, okay, Steve and I are brothers, so we obviously grew up playing the game together. But I have so many friends who... Obviously, I had friends then who I played it with, but I have so many friends who I've met after my childhood, like you, who we can talk about having an identical or similar experience with the game... Absolutely, and it's so weird because we didn't know each other then. No, but we were but, doing the exact same thing. And how many people have that? It's like such a, like a. It's almost. I like know a bond. so many
0: people who can say that about not. I could. Well, I'm falling over my words. Um, I know a ton of people who can say that they've done that with that game. Yeah, but like I don't know many people who can say they've done that with like tons of other games.
1: Right. That and game it, was
0: so universal that everybody played it.
1: And if it, if it's something else, it's like, usually the games you think of being universal are um, these titles like Mario and Grand Theft Auto and yeah. maybe sports games, which are a little bit more broad, like Madden or NBA or whatever. I know like, a lot of
0: people that play like FIFA and
2: shit, too.
1: Yeah, well, for sure. FIFA Worldwide is the number, like, the best-selling sports game, because everybody but here like soccer.
2: There's Their soundtrack on it is actually, like, good now, like Skepta's on it, because Grime's huge. Wow. Well, well. To me, it's like. Grimes um, so tight. Grow, growing up, <laughs> so like good. you know, like Steve and
1: I, growing. I mean, I am now too, but growing up, like we really liked wrestling, and the games started to get really good soundtracks. Yeah. So like when uh to- when uh Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One came out, the games I had for like ninety eight ninety nine wrestling games just had generic music, like stock music, and then whatever yeah. the th- the guys theme musics, and then you get into like the the PS1 era a couple years later and they all they have all these insane bands, you know. Right. And rap and all kind of stuff like Linkin Park's on these games and stuff. Like um what's
0: your favorite song on the Pro Skater 1 soundtrack?
1: Uh it's hard for like when I th- the first song that comes to mind is the Goldfinger song Superman. I think well, that's Well, sure, what that's, that's going
0: to be everyone's first to mind. Absolutely.
1: I, I don't know that it's my favorite, but that that one, like, I just think of dropping in in the first level. Hmm. You know, whatever. But I don't know. There, that's a good question. There's a lot of really good music uh, on that first game.
0: It might be for me maybe the Vandal song that's in the Andrew Reynolds video clip. Yeah, um, the fact that they
1: even had the Vandals is nuts.
0: Yeah, what was the intro? Those um, Dead Kennedys was the intro. Yeah, yeah police, Dead Kennedys.
1: Truck. Dead Kennedys is the intro, and if you let it play at the menu, it uses that song, mm-hmm. and they show them skating on all the scenes. Um, and I think like the the suicidal tendencies have like a sick ass. Psycho Vision. Yeah, that song is actually like super hard, like for that game. Yeah. Like I was like, wow, it's like a you know, I think I'm seven and I'm listening to the Vandals and suicidal tendencies and Goldfinger. It's like how sick and Dead Kennedys and whatever. It's Primus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I fucking hate Primus. <laughs> I think I like, really hate Primus. I don't really care about Primus, but I think that that song. Again, it's such like a nostalgia trip that like you ever hear a song and you're like, ah, this is a lame song, but like it reminds you of something. Yeah, it's like that's kind of for me. It's like I wouldn't go out of my way to put Primus on in my car while I'm driving, but hearing that shitty like ding 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 like bass, and I'm like, oh, I'm on the Chicago (laughs) level and the hidden tape's up in that pool and I got to go up through the tunnel and you know do the jump the roof and get the hidden tape or whatever. Not Chicago. Chicago's a skate park. It's Minneapolis or whatever I'm talking about.
0: Minneapolis is a great level. What's your favorite level on the first one?
1: Um So like if I'm doing the one player versus I really like the skate park because I can I like playing with vert skaters. Like well the game is mostly like Vert back then, but like I liked um doing like Christ Air and the backflip depending on which skater I'm doing. How and Glifberg. So Glifberg, Bob Bernquist had a flip. Um, so, like, I like, because the, the, they have straight-up half-pipes, and you don't have to be as creative. <laughs> it's kind of a cop-out. Yeah. But I really, I really like the, the first level in the school, like, honestly, both the warehouse and the school. School one was fire. You know, it's like, uh, both school levels on both the first two games are really classic. Yes. So. Uh, well, this, this, uh, the
0: warehouse and the airplane hangar from two. Yeah. Are exactly the same.
1: Yeah, it's just you get that extra like section on two, and then you can go outside, and then there's like a hidden like,
2: part in the half. Like you
0: can break through the the glass and go to where the helicopter is.
2: Yeah, and then but the yeah, half pipe has a I garage. Helicopter, yeah. Where you can go inside, but Other than that, like the... the
1: layout of those levels is identical. Yeah, I mean, I think like they kind of. It wasn't that they changed the game, like it was. It was like kind of like they advanced the first game. Oh. No, the I differences think, between
0: one and two are bonkers. There's so much different. Well, like they added so much new shit to it.
1: I think that two, rightfully so, gets so much praise, but I think that people don't talk about how the first one was so important in introducing that style of game. Right. Yeah. Like two two sure. is just better because, like you said, it. You get to create a skater. You get to create a skate park. The levels are better. There's more skaters. There's more moves. You know what I you mean? Can like fucking manual. Yeah. I hate, like, sometimes when I I hate play, when I
0: play one and I'm like, oh, my God. I can't manual. You well,
1: can't fucking very old... Heel flip. It's funny because, like, you and I, like, I've been, you know, with, like, you could say the same thing. You've been with the, the game since the first one. Mm-hmm. But it's funny, like, people, like, younger... Kids who are, like, younger than me or whatever will go back and play them after playing like just some of the newer ones, and they'll be like, oh, "I can't get off my board," and I'm like, "Yeah, like that wasn't in the physics engine then." And to those kids, that game is probably trash. Uh, I mean, like maybe I think it depends on who you are. Like some people grew up in a more modern era where they just like what's what's popular now, like shooters and stuff. But like sure. to me, I I like really simple like side scroller old school games. So to me, Tony Hawk is the nice medium of. It's not too it's not too sophisticated, but it's not too simple.
0: Word, that's fair. It's just a lot of fun. It's a great time. It's so much fun to play. I still play 2 on PS1 like weekly.
1: Yeah, I I have it still. I mean, to me number 2 is is one of those games where when it came out it was a huge deal because the first one got a sequel cuz it was so good. And I remember like my whole Christmas break it was such gnarly snow, I was, oh god, so when I was, if I was eight, I was maybe in like the second grade or something.
0: I got Pro Skater 2 the day before it came out, because I pre-ordered it, and I got it um, uh the day before my, or two days before my 13th birthday, because it came out on my 13th, or the day before my 13th birthday, and I got it the day before that.
1: Yeah, so I just turned eight when it came out. I was turning eight that's crazy i remember like i remember like i have this weird specific memory of grade school i remember it was really snowing and i was getting picked up by my mom from school it was the day before christmas break and i told one of my friends i'm like well i'm gonna go play tony hawk for two weeks straight see ya <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, like that's what i did like right? it was like i might have had a basketball game on like the saturday and then when it was christmas you're off Yeah. So, like, I remember being like, oh, I have to, like, it's like a Saturday morning and I have to go play a basketball game. I want to fucking play Tony Hawk. Fuck that. You know? Absolutely. But I have, like, a vivid memory of, like, telling one of my... I remember I had a friend who was into it, too, and I was like, oh, I got got it, like, when it came out. Like, I'm going... That's all I give a fuck about.
2: (laughs) And also (laughs) that era... Sorry, go ahead, I was saying, I'm reading through the soundtrack now. I was adjusting my mic, because I was really quiet. Um... (laughs) I'm reading through the soundtrack now. The first I'm, one? No, for number two, and I'm just like, damn. This was the first B- time I heard Brage. a lot of a lot of important bands. Yeah. Rage, Bad Religion, Lagwagon, to name a few. That running in a cyclone songs, badass. Oh, that's it that the dub pistols? Yeah. yeah, with like the trumpet bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> da da-da. That song rules. Rip, rock, rap, when I
1: time travel, manga, that song. I don't know the words, but it's sick. We only got five yeah.
2: seconds, or else we'll get a copyright strike, right? Um, uh, true. I think you know, it's seven.
1: That era though was completely taken over by because you know we talked about like this a little bit in the in the decom episode, which was like our second one, I think, where it was like Brink and Johnny Tsunami, like everything on Disney was extreme sports. Oh yeah, and then shout Games out the was, Jersey, the, the Jersey, the Jersey was sick. Um. There was a skateboarding episode of the Jersey.
2: Yeah, that was a cool show. I, I like that show a lot, actually. Did he, what did he, like, did they, like, put on, like, skate um, gear or something? No, like... No, just, the, like,
0: that chubby kid was just, like, skateboarding and, like, ripped for some reason. And I'm like, you're an 11-year-old chubby kid. You don't rip at skateboarding.
2: Fuck you. In the Jersey, this shit is they, unreasonable. They, they
1: put the jersey on and then, like, it transforms them into, like, a pro pro-ass athlete. ass
2: athletes. So, like, how'd they do
1: that for <laughs> skateboarding? They became a skateboarder, and they were like... You, you, like, literally become that person in a competition. But, but skateboarders nothing,
2: don't wear jerseys. Has nothing to do with that. But, like, don't they have to put the jersey on to become the guy? They and,
1: put, in they, most episodes, that
2: is okay. how it worked, but it's I don't remember what knitted, happened in this it's, one. It's a
1: singular jersey that every time. It's just oh, this one yeah, old... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's their grandpa's old football jersey. Oh, yeah, it's jersey. just, like,
0: this general magic jersey that can turn, tr- and turn like, you into any kind of athlete. In the
1: first episode... The grandpa dies, and the one cousin, she's the, the one girl that hangs out with them. she gets a signed football. I think it's signed by uh, um, Bart Starr, somebody from the Packers. And then, like, um, he gets the jersey, and he's all bummed because he wants the football. And then he puts the jersey on, and it turned him into, like, Bart Starr, and he's, like, quarterbacking Super Bowl one. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it's like, oh, I'm... Somebody was a Bruins goalie. Somebody was a skateboarder. Um... It has nothing but to do with Shout out there, Shout out Gary Cheevers. Sorry, I just like fucking snapped on Steve about some show that he was like 2 years old during. He's like it's nothing to do with that. <laughs> no, but for real like the I'm fact that I'm passionate about the jersey, don't. bring it put it on Disney Plus.
0: Why isn't it?
1: There I've looked a, a bunch of, of blood sucking motherfuckers, that's why.
0: <laughs> no, but that was a really good question like well what kind of jersey did he wear? Skateboarders don't wear jerseys. That was super valid. Like
1: fucking, yeah, well, Grun does, and Tony Hawk won over a t-shirt. True, a basketball jersey over a t-shirt. What's really good? Work, you know so the Twister and Rocket Power.
2: Boogity, 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 boogity. <laughs> not saying they don't ever, you know what I mean. I'm not, I'm just giving, anymore, I'm just right. busting your chops, bro. <laughs> It absolutely is. This is awesome.
1: Uh, Get me all fucking fired up about
0: something. (laughs) I know everything about the fucking jersey, man. (laughs) I'm mad mad online. (laughs) Uh, What's your favorite level in the second game?
2: Uh, I'm very nostalgic for the hangar and the school again. I mean, considering I was an actual child when these first two games came out. I don't remember really getting very far in either of them.
0: Sure, I I remember I had like a a playable demo that came in a magazine that had it only had France. It was only like only level you could play.
2: I like. I always thought
0: that level was really awesome, but in two, my favorite level it will probably be Philadelphia.
1: I like New Mexico. I think that's like the competition at the end where it's all like, like a bunch of bowls. Right? Is it New Mexico? Yeah, it's got. Or is it Arizona?
0: No, it's the bull ring in New Mexico. I fucking hate that level.
1: I just like it cuz like I like how it looks. Sure. Um I think a lot Oh, of also Tony- Skate Heaven. Oh yeah, for sure. But a lot of a lot of Tony Hawk games like the levels are cool but they're not something you see like cuz you know you grew up watching skate videos and you see those like old bowls with all the graffiti on them like that's what people were skating. Yeah. Oh, also if you're playing Pro Skater
0: 2 on PS1 Circle right up down circle right up square triangle is still the code to unlock everything. I've remembered it for the last eighteen years. I'll never forget it.
2: I wonder if Left they put Spider down, Man in. The, I wonder if they put Spider Man in the remaster.
0: Oh, I don't know. I hope they put like some crazy shit in there, like Post Malone or something. <laughs>
2: That'd be tight. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> it's kind of crazy how uh, this is all like. I don't think it's making a comeback in the way that uh, like that how. I don't think it'll be as significant as it once was, but it's, like, between this and Skate 3. Or is it Skate 4? 4. Skate 4, excuse me. Um, Skate 4, like, coming out. Uh, it's like, Is Skate 4 actually coming out? Yeah, they announced it. What was that a game that came out, like, two months ago? I don't know, but I've been seeing all kinds of footage of it, and
0: it looks sick. I've watched a bunch of clips of it, and I'm like, oh, this looks great. So like, I forget what it's called. Yeah. I, so, fuck me.
1: <laughs> I think, two a lot of... Um a lot of, like, places have had success, uh, places, companies have had success with, like, remasters. This is more based on Tony Hawk, because Skate 4 is supposed to be like, a sure. new game. Like, I have the Spyro and Crash Bandicoot ones. Yeah. And not only do they look great, they're still a lot of fun, and you have the nostalgic side, but also it's like they're not bad games. And I think Tony Hawk, they kind of they probably figured, like, Okay, sorry about that. My mic uh, stopped for a sec, but basically all I was saying was a lot of companies with like the Crash and Spyro and whatever else have had success with these remasters, so I figured like, Tony Hawk, they probably figured like, not only is it a good, it's very timely because um, it's been a while, they haven't, you know, people probably are ready to, you know, nobody's bought a skateboarding video game in a long time, but also it's one of those things. The skate games did okay. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying though, I just mean like, we're still approaching what, nine like, years since game. It's three? like refreshing. True. Like people people buy or right, If you're a FIFA person, you buy FIFA every year. If you're a um WWE person, you buy the wrestling game every year. Right. If right. you are Call of Duty person, you buy that whenever it comes out. Um, whatever the thing may be. Pokemon, you know, these games that come out every year, every two years, every three years. It's like this is kind of a breath of fresh air. Sure. And it's nostalgic, and a lot of people like me, like, I was seven when the first one came out, uh, now I'm gonna be 28, so it's like, you know, they probably figured a lot of people who were kids, when you become an adult, you have, uh, you know, some kind of money, or your own money, I don't really have any money, but, uh, to buy stuff that, from sure. your childhood. Like, I'm sitting here looking at, like I bought an action figure the other day, cause I, I'm a What dog. is it? Oh, uh, it's this, I buy all these reissue old school Power Rangers. Yo, that's cool. So yeah, I have a whole bunch of them. This was twenty five dollars. Damn. They're you know, like adult collector line, like how they do Star Wars Black and all that stuff. Sure, sure. So they figure they can do these collector action figures and charge you twenty bucks, thirty bucks, whatever. Video games are no different. Now this game's only like forty dollars, but it's like they know they're gonna get a ton of people's forty bucks.
0: Are they gonna do a physical release of this game?
1: Yeah, but I'm just I'm just uh, I'm gonna download it because. Well, sure. I mean, because that's that's right away.
0: Yeah, I don't. want But I do wait. want the physical one.
1: I went to GameStop and the guy was like, "You should pre-order it because it's gonna sell out." And I'm like, "Dude, like I'll be able to get it because somebody will return it and sell it at disc disc uh, replay." For sure. People, some people are gonna buy these and they're gonna beat it and then they're gonna be dumb. But the thing is, they're still gonna get their forty bucks.
0: I'm gonna beat it and. Keep it playing well. Yet. No, I don't want to say like an hour because it's two games
1: technically, but you're gonna get through it.
0: But I'm, I'm gonna beat it in three hours, probably, and I'm fine with it
1: without stopping. And like, I'm never
0: gonna stop, I'm gonna play it for the rest of my life.
1: Like, you're going have, have been to playing
0: like... these two for the last 20 years, I'll play this one for 20 years.
1: I think, uh, I think it's like one of those things too where it's a weird time period because PlayStation 5 comes out next year. And Xbox uh, comes out this year.
0: Yeah, PlayStation Five comes out at like Thanksgiving,
1: right? But for the next, which is it's
0: crazy that it's so soon, and there's not a ton of information out there.
1: Well, COVID and all that. But I just mean usually when it's like the holiday when a game comes out next year is the year everybody will be getting it, or the next year after that. Sure. So they're kind of in that weird limbo because it's like a lot of games suffered from like. You know, I and I don't play a ton of video games, but the ones that I do, like NHL, a lot of people are like, oh, it's the same fucking thing as the last four years. It's like, yeah, now they're going to start doing new game engines and stuff. So I feel like this is one of those games where if they fuck it up, they have to really fuck it up because it's not going to be like, oh, this looks like last year's Tony Hawk game. Right. It's going to look better than... The- no, because <laughs> it's, still, it's
0: still one and two. Like, the engine is the same. The gameplay is the same. It just looks infinitely better and that's
1: yeah well the gameplay exactly physics, what
0: i think everybody wants
1: the gameplay physics are probably re- going to be a lot better because of the system sure and it'll still be the same like the same style i just mean like n64 was really bad and playstation 1 was slightly better <laughs> like how it like played versus how it looked where like you can feel doing what you're supposed to be doing but your guy's head's going through the wall right n64 <laughs> looks so bad <laughs> I like was never a faces. big N sixty four guy, but also
0: shout out Star Fox.
1: I like yeah, N sixty four because in the nineties, like it remember, it just reminds me of like people's birthday parties when you have four people playing and. Oh yeah, yeah. N sixty four had fucking four controller inputs. That was bonkers. I remember one of my one of my good friends. It was like his birthday party, and then the three games we played were um, uh, GoldenEye. Duh, WWE the War, uh, WWF Warzone, because you could have four guys, and then the other um, one better be 1080 snowboarding. No, the one I brought it when it was new was uh, Super Smash Brothers, because I got it right when it came oh, out. Oh, yo, okay, respect. And every and people were losing their minds. That was the sickest. Like that was one of those monumental games where now they still make it. Yeah, That's so like why I think Switch? So I think Tony Hawk is no. Yo, different. you got Switch? Is like, it tight?
2: I like it. I don't. I I don't play it as much as I should. I still got to beat Zelda, but, uh... Shout out
1: Costco.
0: Yeah, yeah. For a bunch of reasons. It's so tight, but it also is the worst place.
1: (laughs) When I worked at Costco, um, my mom came through my line, and she was just, like, before Christmas. I was like, oh, it was, like, real early when we opened. But it was, like, our family celebrates Christmas in January. Sure. Because we're Serbian, so, like, we... It was real... It wasn't busy for once, because it was after American Christmas, like, regular Christmas. Yeah. And, um... My mom's in my line, and there's nobody in the whole store. I'm like, what are you doing here? She's like, oh, I'm buying your brother a Nintendo Switch. I was just like, excuse me? Like, are you buying me a Nintendo Switch, yeah. too? <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Because she's like, "Well, now that we're old, she's like, I don't know what to get you guys. So if we say, like, one thing that's expensive, she's like, I'll just get you that because I don't want to shop. Because my mom likes buying presents for people, but we're old and dumb. and she's My just, mom
0: asked me what I want for Christmas in, like, September. She's like what do you want? I'm like I don't know what what I'm gonna want by Christmas is not the same shit I'm gonna want now. But well, then she I, just she just tells me to build an Amazon wish list and email it to her, and I'm like, word easy. You,
1: are you a cam girl now? Yeah. That's like a that's like a cam thing. Like here's my Amazon wish list.
0: Yeah. It's that's super tight. tight. Um, but she's
1: been doing that for like ever,
0: and it's super easy. It's not a my, uh, it's not
2: a bad idea. We, I think Mm-mm. we said this
1: off microphone, but my mom asked me what I wanted for my birthday, and I told her I wanted a smoking jacket. But it's, that's, like, funny, because I don't smoke. No, but,
0: like, how sick is a smoking jacket?
1: I want to get a picture painted of me in a couple years when I turn 30. And I want it to be me holding, like, a cigar and, and like, a dog with, like a, like, a red wine or a cognac and, like, have my smoking jacket on and get it painted. Fucking yeah. Like, that'd be, like, super. That's the only thing I'll have in my house because I can't afford anything else. A completely empty-ass house, but that painting? (laughs) Probably, like, I'll get, like, a couch for free from someone who's throwing it out. I'll go pick it up at night. That'd be the tightest house. Do you guys, um, like, I don't know, you probably know what I'm talking about. Like, those guys who drive trucks around the, the night before garbage gets picked up, and they pick shit up. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Dude, like I've been putting garbage, like I've been taking the garbage out at night so I don't have to wake up and do it in the morning and like there's some fucking weird dudes driving around at night and I'm kind of like I don't really like this. Go like, oh, have hey, like, you got. They're not like scary, like I don't feel like they're going to come attack me or anything like that, but they're like weird.
0: Yeah, that is a very weird thing to do. If like, you look
1: in the back of their truck and I'm like it's not like they're just taking appliances people are throwing, they're taking all kinds of shit.
0: Anything. Anything so. that's not like food
1: waste. Otherwise, it's they'll probably grab they it,
2: sell it. They could sell it for scrap.
1: It's super funny how. Oh, did I stop? Or am I going? No, I'm good. Uh, it's super funny how like we get off topic on this podcast, and that was one of the things I started talking they're about. Talking, just about our, talking about scrap metal. The creepy
0: scrap guys who cruise around in the middle yeah. of the night.
1: <laughs> yeah. With their loud trunks. riders on riders on the storm playing by fucking uh, uh, the doors like <laughs> while they're driving around. <laughs> They're driving, like, fucking, like, 1994 Ford Rangers that are just, like, rusted to shit. Those guys rule. Hell yeah. So, so when you played Pro Skater 1, who did you choose?
0: Like, you, always, there was always the, the character that you picked
1: all the time. Uh, usually, Rune Gliffberg. was mine.
2: Word? Uh, in the first one, I remember picking Bob Burnquist a lot, and then from there on, it was uh, Kareem Campbell. Steve kind of looks like Bob Bernquist.
0: <laughs> That's sick. not bad though. Like, but like, actually, I've never really put this together. Yeah, Steve kind of looks like Bob Burnquist. That's fucking cool.
1: Was him? In, was it him and Bucky Lassic who had the team in the X Games, the Flying Monkeys?
0: I want to say yeah, they but also I, th- I think that might be Bob or Bernquist no, t- and Andy t- McDonald.
1: Yeah, I think you're. Right. I think Tony Hawk was with Bucky Lassic. I think, so both, yeah, that, I think so, too. Yeah. Because they were both really birdhouse. Like, Andy but Man. Andy
0: McDonald and Bob Bernquist were, like, on the firm and, I think, Powell.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I think you could just be a teammate with whoever because it was, it was doubles. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember, doubles like, were like,
0: in the 90s was a tight-ass thing. And that doesn't, like, I think vert skating has, like, been dead for 20 years.
1: If you watch the X Games, guys do it. Um, and there's really great inline stuff still. It's just he does a little he- Korean. <laughs> look. Um there's really great there's really great inline stuff, there's really great skateboarding vert, but the problem is nobody cares. It's the same thing with like um with like dirt bikes. Like back in the day like Travis Pastrana like was everywhere and now like people don't pay attention to that, but it's still there. It's just no one cares. It's not in the mainstream. It's kind of like, you know what? It's it's a lot like the music scene. Okay.
0: To me, Yeah, because like, seems... in, in the that same time period, like the late 90s, more underground centric music was absolutely huge.
1: Like, here's a good here's a good shot I'll I'll give this real quick. You know how like you'll meet somebody who doesn't listen to like underground music as much? And then sure. they'll be like, I'll wear a blink shirt, and they'll be like, Oh, they were a great band, and like I wish they still made that kind of music, like them and Newfound Glory and Green Day, and then you're like yeah, I can all name these 50, bands exist, and there's a
0: bunch of other ones too. Now
1: I could name 50 current pop punk bands, and they're just like people have no clue because the story so far and Knucklepuck and whoever you know aren't on MTV. MTV doesn't really exist, but like it's just and, like I, and different. those
0: bands are huge within a specific circle, right? But outside of that specific circle, they're not. But in so, 1999, Blink was the biggest band in the world.
1: Yeah, so like my that's kind of where I'm going is like I think right, that's like how you ballad. can't go you can't go to Best Buy or Fye and get like some kind of underground skate tape, but you used to be able to at those times. Oh yeah, but oh you yeah. Also, you also can't get like a fucking you know, certain bands, merch, sometimes Hot Topic, it's small runs of underground shit, but, like, not real underground shit, just, like, bands that are kind of cutting through enough to sell. Sure. So I just think it's more, like, more or less the time that we live in, it's, like, it's really ass-backwards, but it's cool at the same time, because it's, like, it sucks that it's harder for people to get exposed to things like skateboarding or cool music, but at the same time, if you do like something, you can go on the internet and it's all there. It's not as easy for to
0: come across it in a commercial sense like it used to be, but it's so much easier to find it on the internet now than it ever was. So it's all it's almost the same, it's just a, a different approach to it.
1: If you own the rights to something like subscription services are going to be the biggest thing. They are the biggest thing in the world like obviously Spotify for music and podcasts and whatever, but you look at like Disney Plus. Sure. Um, for people who like wrestling, WWE Network has everything you could, they have every episode of Raw from 1993 to now. I mean, that's insane to have on an app that's like 10 bucks a month and they have all kind of other shit. Um, obviously everybody knows about Hulu and Netflix, but then there's like all kind of other, um, things that haven't been tapped into yet. Like what if you have a subscription for video games? Steam. No, but like old ones. Does that exist? Not
0: yet. Like, what, uh, like what if, it will like, within the next year or two, for okay, sure. Okay, like you know,
2: you know, um, like you can get it on Switch. You pay to play like the the old ones on a monthly basis. Oh, That's so there's nothing exist. About. So say, yeah. so
1: say, like instead of because they don't want people. I know Nintendo's cracking down on it, but like people download ROMs instead of these. Like I have the SNN, uh, S, NES Classic. Mm-hmm. It's like preloaded games. But what if you can just get a controller on your laptop and be like. Oh, it's my 12.99 a month or whatever and I have every Nintendo game that's not current, like all the cartridges, every PlayStation 1 and 2 game or whatever. I know it's a lot of licensing, but like as far as some of the brands like anything Sony owns, they can put up
2: for PlayStation. They no, though they, they have they have PS Now. It's not everything, but it's like a handful of games from like PS2. Is that to... what PS Now is?
0: Yeah. I've it... seen ads and shit for it, but I like, I don't really give a shit about video games other than Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. It's the cool.
2: F- it's cool, but you need to have like decent internet because like Word. I. Um, the future is now. Now, um, my it's, only, the future's been for a minute. My only Word. working, uh, my only working system is like my Switch and my PlayStation, which only right. But like all my old systems like don't really work. So like, at least like, uh, like PS3 era, like that generation. So I'm like, I want to play Metal Gear Solid 3, but I want to play the HD remaster. So like, I did the free trial of PS now, but uh, I needed to stay connected to the internet at all times, or else like you'd get lag in a single player game, like which sucks. Yeah, that's lame. But I, I, uh, I'm saying I'm on a wired connection see. now, so it probably works better. I should actually try that. You have a hardwire in your PlayStation? Um, you could do Ethernet. That's genius. You could do Ethernet. Well, that's just like how uh, I did Wi-Fi for a long time. But since I started playing Warzone, it, like my Internet was just unplayable because of where we had the router in the house. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I don't care about watching TV anymore because there was no sports during quarantine. I'm like, I'm just going to put the router in my room. And that's what I did.
1: I Smart. was going to just say two things. I am not a huge video game guy, so I was unaware. But that's exactly what I was talking about with revenue and streaming. Oh yeah. And the other thing I was gonna say is I just quoted "Honey, we shrunk ourselves" when I said the future is now. So if anybody gets that reference, um, Gordon and I are going to watch the space shuttle take off, and uh, I don't even remember what he says. We're just gonna take off on the answering machine. Um, Shout out McMorinus.
0: Probably within. It was during quarantine. um, I watched "Honey, I blew up the kid."
1: Oh, that's, like, that late 80s-ass one or early 90s. It's,
0: it was, like, mid-90s, early 90s. Like, they made their kid giant, and he just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger because of, like, power lines or some other shit. And at <laughs> one point, he, like, ran to Las Vegas, Uh and he took, yeah, like, the, the huge neon Les Paul from in front of the Hard Rock Cafe and it was, like, <laughs> yeah. shredding on it, like... <laughs> I had, it I, so had sick.
1: On, I had that on VHS as a kid, but I, I liked Honey We Shrunk Ourselves. Um that's like the late, like the ninety seven ish. That's like the last one, right? Yeah, and like I think so. And like they like the, the parents are strong, so the kids are like throwing a party or whatever. And I'm pretty I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure the one kid who's like the brother of the girl The I nerdy kid? No, the not the nerdy one, the other one. Who's so got like he's got like major butt cut. Like, the handsome kid? Sure. Ricky King? No, not Ricky King. He's one of the... It's it's the the girl's brother. Mitchell, or whatever. The one that passes off. Oh, okay. Because they call Ricky King, and she's
0: like, Ricky King, you're cute! I remember that shit.
1: Yeah, he's like, Ricky King, I think you're cute. And then then she's like, (laughs) fucking... The one dude's like, he's like, This is the voice of God. He's like, okay, Dad, you can stop pretending to be God now, but um, I'm pretty sure that that kid who plays her brother, I'm pretty sure that's the kid who shoots the reverend in Seventh Heaven when the the, the reverend gets shot by a kid. Do you think
0: we're ever, like, I kind of hope the answer is no, but do you think we're ever going to have an episode of the show where we don't mention Seventh Heaven?
1: No, because this is a 90s, (laughs) this is like a 90s nostalgia podcast. I think, uh... I think if I ever get on a show where it's like trivia for money, if it's not 90s, I'm fucked. If it's 90s, I'm going to be richer than anybody will ever know. True. Because I'm like talking about actors. Like, no, in the sitcoms when I was talking about the fucking girl who played Gia and I was listing off shit that she was on in the 90s. Yeah, all and that
0: girl's like a fucking just
1: bitch. <laughs> but like never as always as a B-roll like secondary character.
0: So I have no life. She's never been the star. She's just been the fucking villain. Same. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So on Pro Skater 2, you always picked Rune Glyphburg, and then you always picked Kareem Campbell?
1: Yeah. On 2, I switched to... I did a lot of Steve Caballero, I feel like. Yeah, because he was new. Well, he was new, but he was like also, in retrospect, super throwback because he was like Bird Brigade or a Bones Brigade. Like, it's crazy
0: that the the two people they added to one and two are like two of the oldest important skateboarders of all time, and they weren't in the first one.
1: When I got a little bit older and I got really into skateboarding too, like I really appreciated some of the guys on the rosters over the years because I got super into Bones Brigade and, like, all that old shit. Sure. So, like, Steve Caballero, I mean, I still, I would buy one of his shirts. I know they sell the shirts still on Palo Peralta where it's, like, the dragon. Oh, yeah. Nice to have, have that shirt. And people people still sell, wear, buy half cabs all the time.
2: And the the whole original is coming back. Yeah, everyone's coming back and a bunch of new people. I was looking at the roster and the soundtrack, and... Oh, shout out Skepta because I was talking about Skepta being on FIFA and there, and then on this new game, shut down by Skepta is going to be on it. They added like a shit ton of songs, and which
0: I think is cool. Yeah, it just makes it. But at the same time, I kind of wish they didn't. You
1: could well, probably,
2: you could probably go in the options and. Turn I would off say they songs. used to have Tony sure. Hawk games
1: used to have that we could turn some off. But the one thing I'll say is, I I get where you're coming from, but at the same time. A bunch of people who probably don't have nostalgia for it are going to buy it, and they're going to be like, why are there only eight songs <laughs> the first one? No, but now there's, there's like, what, like 45 or something? It's like the I don't know. whole I'm, soundtrack I'm still...
2: from one and two, minus...
0: It's not the whole thing. There's a couple songs I couldn't get. They only like, took... I'm going
2: to... Sorry, go ahead. They only took off like two songs from each, or two songs total. Do you, you know which think? ones they are? I had it pulled up. I don't have it pulled up now. So they, could that. they not get the rights or are they just controversial songs? I think they just couldn't get the rights.
1: I was going to say, um, I think, because uh, you know, times are completely different from 99 and 2000. But um, you never know. But uh, I was just going to say, like, uh, I will start becoming a huge video game person when I can just put whatever songs I want and integrate them into the games with the game sounds.
0: Then you I'll just to, you,
2: you used to, that, be was, able to uh, do that like remember on
0: uh there was some extreme sports game from back in the day on PlayStation where you could be playing the game and then you pause it and then you open your PlayStation and you pop a CD in and you could listen to the CD while playing the game with the game sounds
1: in monster rancher you have to like put in CDs to like create your monster it's real weird did you ever have that game no
0: but i absolutely no. just talked over steve i'm sorry
2: no i mean uh in the 360 days, you were able to, like, upload CDs onto your console. Sure. And do that. Or uh, you used to do that on the original Xbox. You could do that. Some games supported it. Like, it was actually, I remember, uh, like, Tony Hawk's uh, Underground 2 and uh, whatever the one was after it, American Wasteland, it would, like, shuffle in, like songs we uploaded onto our system into the soundtrack which was cool
1: so just green day nonstop. stop
2: yep <laughs> did we have green day on our xbox
1: yeah i uploaded like a ton of green like when i was learning guitar so this is like 2005 so it was like american idiot was like their current album and then i had like super hits and dookie and all that like burned copies of them
2: um 37 new songs added damn uh, Some of them are awesome. Yeah, yeah.
0: Actually, I can't probably name more than like three or four bands who they are without seeing it. Um, yeah, I have no idea who any of them are.
1: Uh, I don't really listen to anything besides fucking like the four albums I talk about every week. When I'm like, "What have you been listening to?" So you listening to anything cool lately? Um, no, (laughs) not really. Actually, I've not been. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately. Cool. Um, you still
0: listen to Phoebe Bridgers all the time?
2: Uh, yeah. She did a live stream performance yesterday, which was really cool. She played her entire album. Um, and I've listened to like a shitload of Kublai Khan. Yo. Like the hardest.
1: I listened to um. Well, I'm trying to think if there's anything I cool in Kublai Khan. I'm going to look real quick, because I've been listening to a ton of podcasts lately for some reason. Sure. I'm like on a kick where I do that. Oh, well, I mean, I've been listening to Weezer's Pinkerton a lot. I don't like Pinkerton. Yeah, I mean, Pinkerton to me is, I get some people don't care about it, but to me it's like a huge, like No, I think,
0: I think everyone cares about Pinkerton besides me.
1: I mean, it just fits in with like all the 90s emo that I like. Sure. Like, I like blue. My favorite Weezer album is green. I mean, we can probably have a whole podcast about Weezer.
0: I can only um, talk about two Weezer records that I love. And, well, no, because that last one that put out, that Van Halen-ass, like, hair metal record, is fucking
1: sick. I mean, I don't know. Like, to me, it's weird. Like, when I want to listen to Weezer, I listen to the Blue Album. and when I want to listen to, like, 90s Emo, I put on Pinkerton. It's, like, two different vibes for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like, They're completely it's different not, records. It's, it's not like... uh it's not like when you're like listening to a band, you're like, I want to listen to Trapped Under Ice. Which record do I put on? I just said Trapped Under Ice because I'm staring at the poster, but, you know, whoever. So Trapped the, Under Ice
2: rules. The three songs uh, not on the, the game from yeah. the original. Uh, Unsane, Committed. Oh, bummer. Alley Life, Out With The Old, and then uh, The High and Mighty B-Boy Document. Oh that sucks. I oh said it. both of bummer. the last the
0: last two songs you said are like hip hop songs from two and they're fucking fire. I have yeah. a
2: playlist I made on Spotify and it's just all b boy shit. The the good thing is tight. Like, everything else though is there, yeah, which is which is awesome. And then uh as far as I can tell, all the new stuff looks pretty cool for the most part.
3: Mm-hmm
1: good uh, you know what i've been listening to lately which is you're gonna think this is lame but like because i've been just doing a lot of weird stuff in recording with electronical excuse me electronic music um been listening to a lot of like cuban like latin music like the stuff they had on dexter Did you write that is weird <laughs> um it's super weird i know but like when i'm the reason i put that kind of music on when i'm working on stuff like on photoshop or something
0: Sure, yeah, I feel that. Like, if I'm working on something that's not music, I'll put on something
1: So, kind of how I told you I'll put on the space tourism stuff when I'm, like, working on something? Sure. It's, like, I like instrumental music a lot. So, like, it's, like, Polyphia, your shit, and, like, lately I've been, like... Because I I go through, like, stages where I look for jazz, like... Not, like, jazz stuff that people care about, but, like, jazz that gets sampled in hip-hop. Sure. Like, I like jazz rap and stuff like that. So, like... I'll, like, look up, like, playlists where it's, like, jazz vibes, but it's really people making rap beats, but it's, like, jazz. Sure. So I was looking for that with, like, Latin stuff, and all I was hearing was Travis Barker drum fills.
0: (laughs) Uh, Today, I I was listening to a daily mix at work today, and uh, Detroit by Fireworks came on. Oh, jeez, I
1: haven't heard that in years.
0: And uh, I was like, yo, I haven't listened to, like, all I have to offer is my own confusion or gospel in a long time. And I used to listen to those records constantly, so I put them both on today and listened to them both back-to-back. And those records are fucking incredible. And also, I still have never stopped listening to the new hum.
1: Yeah, new hum is like the fucking shit. New (laughs) hum is
0: the heaviest album ever made.
1: I'm going to hook up my Mesa cabs, and I'm going to play the hum record through both of them and just lay on my floor and listen to them. It's so Find a way to
0: hook up both your Mesa cabs and
1: your a ten. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if I have enough power for Start that. Start blowing out more and power.
2: Shit. Oh, oh, oh.
1: <laughs> I love how Tim Taylor from uh, Home Improvement has become a staple of this podcast. Yeah, Yo, he has. What, what if they had him as a playable character on Tony Hawk? and He had like his tool belt, and, like a shirt and tie on. He would just ride a toolbox. No, <laughs> his deck would have. No, have to have the Tool Time logo, where it's like the tape measure. Yep. <laughs> it'd be, like a
2: deck you'd have to buy. They did a special he, edition of the game that comes with a skate deck, not a, not a home improvement skate deck.
0: Yeah, they're but. all fucking gone. If it's not a home improvement skate deck, I'm not down. No, it's a no. It's an old like uh like a ninety eight, ninety nine birdhouse. Um, oh, and he had like these three decks that had like skeleton versions of like yeah, Dawkins. That's it actually, was one of those. That's actually it was fucking killer. so tight. I was that's I actually, saw it. it was like. 60
1: bucks, I'm like, oh, I want this, and they're all gone. That's actually killer. I would have got that. Um, Yo, I was going to tell you, though, uh that fucking pop punk like rock uh, mm-hmm. home improvement theme you made, mm-hmm. that's maybe my favorite thing I've ever heard in my life, and I think <laughs> that we should just, they should have that in the game, like, I'll just skate to that
2: on loop. Like It took,
1: skate. like, legitimately to track that
0: and put it together took, like, 12 minutes. <laughs> Why didn't
2: we talk about that on the live stream?
1: I don't know. If you tuned into our live stream, thanks. If you didn't, um, we have a Facebook page. If you're on Facebook, and occasionally we'll do like a live stream, and uh, we could take questions while we're doing it. I think it was mostly Joe, but it was a hundred percent Joe. And then Jess was like, "Lipshits." And then <laughs> no, somebody,
0: some people. somebody was talking about my like, poster. oh, some-, some guys like, oh, he's like, oh, do you guys like any like real metal? I was like, no, <laughs> of course, no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's all, uh, we only, we only like, what was it, sissy, sissy shit. Well, it's, yeah, it's funny,
0: because, like, like, what's, do you know any good metalcore, none of that sissy shit? I'm like, no, like, I
2: only f- know the sissy
0: shit,
1: sorry, guy. Fucking last week, I was talking about, like, Martyr AD and dead guy, and fucking, like, turmoil, and this guy's like, oh, no, it's, like, sissy shit. Like, what do you listen, to? you just listen to people, like, fighting, like, bum fights? You just put your earphones in to listen to bum fights? <laughs> Holy shit, bum fights, oh my god. <laughs> you remember that shit?
0: Yeah, holy, That's like <coughs> the least chill shit ever. That's so uncool.
1: It's like taking it's it's like uh it has to be somewhat like some of them have to be like staged. Oh yeah. But it's like still brutal.
0: Nobody's like these assholes just found like crazy guys and like, "Hey, we're going to pump you full of crack and you're going to fight and we're going to film it and we're going to make money off of it." And that's
1: That's kind of what porn is. Yeah, the porn industry is very bogus, too, I bet. Every industry. There's no good industry.
2: No, there's not. Fuck industries. (laughs) All a bunch of bastards, all of ya.
0: Agriculture's tight.
2: (laughs) I mean,
1: I don't know. I just think... uh, there's always there's always like an up and down to everything, but I I was just like that's the only thing I could think of that was possibly like harder to listen to than like some of the bands I was talking about. Sure, because like it gets to a point where like the bands that are just heavy and nothing else, they're almost easy to listen to because it's just breakdown after breakdown. Right, like that's why like I, this is getting off topic, but like why a bands like, okay, don't get me wrong, both great bands, but like Knocked Loose and Code Orange. They're huge because if you like heavy music, it's straight up pure heavy. Yeah. Great bands, but I'm just saying like people sometimes are like, well I don't like this other shit, and it's like, yeah, it's like a little bit harder to listen to if it's just like thrash and high pitched screaming, but if it's like breakdown, 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 it just kinda gets shit going, so I mean, whatever.
2: I mean considering considering all I've been listening to lately is Cool but On, like, I'm a, I'm a fan of breakdown, breakdown, breakdown.
0: Yeah, that's a the, like a premium example of breakdown, breakdown, breakdown. They have Kubacan. breakdown. That break only bass breakdown. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. self destruction It's sick. so sick.
2: My favorite cool. is, uh, is is BC, where it's just drums for a measure. And I'm like, how is the hardest riff where there's no riff? The hardest part of the song is just a china and a kick, real slow. It's just like, it's, it's, just, cool- tools, like it's just a beat, and I'm like. Okay, why when everything drops out, I want to just start beating
1: ass. (sighs) I saw Kubikon like at a couple
2: times. I saw them at Warp Tour, like the last Warp Tour they played. It was weird.
0: (laughs) We played with them at a DIY space in Pilsen like four years ago. That's so sick. No, it was like this huge like all day thing that the guy from Drowning put together, and he put us on it. And like we, I saw the lineup, and I'm like, Yo, why are we
1: on this? Steve, was Khan on that Knocked Loose headliner? last year no we saw them with counterparts i think it was like five years ago
2: we saw them with uh acacia strain, acacia strain. counterparts and uh fit for an autopsy
1: i was thinking a jesus piece was on that knock loose tour. i fucking love jesus piece i mean they're all the same like type of bands so like if you feel like if you like one of them you might enjoy the rest not say not not saying they're the same band but i mean they're pretty sure i don't like fit for an autopsy I think FIFO and Autopsy is insanely good, but that's just because I'm a Will Putney nerd. But they're not the same type of music. They're just metal. Like yeah, they're, so they're, they're, they're more metal. like death metal, deathcore compared to... Yo, not related to the music, but their newest record from last year, the variant, the vinyl variants. I saw a picture. Somebody had all of them. They're the craziest variants I've seen in a long time. Yeah, like they yeah, actually tragic, turned out like
2: the pictures. Yeah, See a Tragic Beast vinyl looks great. For but Steve's gonna pull out a physical, like, yo, look, I got so, it. No, I actually don't have that. Album. He does
1: <laughs> fit for an autopsy though? That's just Will Putney's band, so it's like, it's Will
0: Putney's fun- in fit for an autopsy.
1: Yeah, that's his band. Like his. I did not band. know that.
0: So like, I know he, he was w- in a band, and I know that he's like the best heavy record producer ever. Yeah, but, but like, but that's I didn't like, know he was in fit for an autopsy. That's you know, why I N- you know he's an end, right? I know he's in N, yeah. an end. Yeah. So that's but why I thought end was just like a. A super group for fun kind of thing.
1: So, like, end is, like... So, like, the one guitar player, Greg Thomas, was, like, in Ms. Sigs and Shy Hulud. Oh, shit. And then uh, there's Will Putney. Larry, you still there?
0: All right, sorry.
1: Okay. What I was saying before the technical difficulties... Um, so, like, the one end, it's Greg Thomas who was doing Shai Hulud and uh, he was in Ms. Sigs for a bit, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. The other end is Will Putney. So they kind of... They kind of balance the like the crazy death metal and the crazy hardcore out, so that's why End has that kind of sound. They do sure it's half and half, so it makes a lot of sense. I don't put on a fit for an autopsy like all the time, but I did listen to the record and I was like, this is kind of cool, but it sound I think it just sounds amazing because it's Will. Like I liked it because of how it sounded. Yeah,
0: which is Will really Will Putney can nerdy. record a band that I don't like and probably make me really like the album.
1: Well, that's the thing is like it's not like you could be like oh, I don't really care for these songs, but like. Anything he does, it sounds so good. It's like, damn, like... Right, he's... Insane. Incredible. But, anyways, I'm, I'm getting super... I mean, I'm not getting real off-topic because we talk mostly about music, but um, I feel like... Steve, are you still there?
2: Yeah, I'm looking up the name of this song. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, word. Um, basically, like, I feel like this...
2: Uh, this new
1: game is going to be really cool because it's going to be nostalgic at first, but then a lot of people are going to maybe get into the culture a little bit for, like, you know. And it might open up for some bands and some skateboarding and stuff like that. You might start to see a little bit of a resurgence. Not much, but I mean, you had, you know, you have the opportunity there to do some more if you want to. Absolutely. Hopefully. We'll see. I
0: will probably, when I play it the first time, I will probably pick the same people I picked, always. Because I I pick Chad Buska and Andrew Reynolds, Always. J.B. Thomas sometimes, too. Is Bam going to be in it? He wasn't on one or two.
1: I know, but they added more people, didn't they?
0: Yeah, but they added, like, Nigel Houston, and then a bunch of, like, young-ass kids.
1: Oh, like, new skaters?
0: Like, super new, like, which is fucking
1: super cool. I feel like a lot of guys I liked weren't in a lot of, like, I like Chris Cole growing up, and, like, he was, like, never in the fucking games. Chris Cole? oh, he was in skate... He was in skate. But, like, um, I just mean, like, like guys like Chris Cole is one he, of the greatest skateboarders of all time. Yeah, but they never signed him on Tony Hawk. Um, I really fucking like Rodney Mullen, too, so I'll probably play as him. I'd Other like, than Chris Cole, who do you think could have been in that game? Well, I'd have to look at the time, like, for the timeline, because Chris Cole might have not been.
0: Yeah, timeline li- time wise, they did kind of nail it, but they forgot
1: a few, I think. So, so like, here's something, like, I, I think about a lot if you look at games now so like if you play any sports games they always have like legendary guys or teams sure and then if you play like the wrestling games they always have the old school 80s and 90s guys so for a skateboarding game which is in that kind of vein I feel like you should have Tony Hawk but like 1980 whatever Tony Hawk uh, 99 Tony Hawk when he did the 900 you know these different they did that in 2 did they? you could unlock 80s Tony Hawk in Pro Skater 2 Fair enough, but I just mean like you should have a whole ass cast of them.
0: Oh sure, you know? like so um, like what's his name? You said his name wrong like a long time ago when we oh, were doing oh, this episode.
1: Oh, oh Christian Osoy. For Christian sure.
0: Ossoy, Travis Osoy, you called him. Yeah, Travis Ossoy. <laughs> um, uh,
1: you know Ryan Shuckler. Um, right, well, when the first pro skater came out, Ryan Sheckler was like six. No, no, but I'm just saying like now, if you're doing like retro, you know, Sean White, when he was winning medals in both winter and summer, uh, or how about um, a guy like, um, oh, Mike McGill, who invented the McTwist, he was back more in the 80s and early 90s, he's never like been in the games.
0: I feel like Mike Vallely should be in Pro Skater 1 or
1: 2. Yeah, I feel Um, like Mike V didn't get popular until later. I don't know why, because he's... He's basically in bum fights. <laughs> There's that video of him. like, Yeah, everyone's like
0: ass. It, to call back to bum fights and Mike V. Like that's all accurate as shit. <laughs> uh, uh, I feel like Ed Templeton should have been in Pro Skater
1: Two. That's yeah, that's a good shout. Oh, uh, for sure. Uh, Heath Kerchart. I'm trying to think, like, because again, see, it's hard for like, I got into skateboarding. With that, so it's like, a lot of guys I paid attention to, unless I was watching retroactive videos like I did with Bones Brigade and stuff, it was sure. a lot of people who were current, like I would buy a lot of like the Element videos, I like watch the Girl videos, and a lot of those main people eventually made their way into games if they weren't right away. Sure.
0: What is your favorite skate video ever? I feel like that's a, that lines up with this, that's appropriate.
1: Oh, I don't know, I like a lot of bad ones. Like I there's some really great skate videos, but like I like really like like I'll sit down and fucking watch fucking uh the animal chin, like fucking Pab Peralta one where they're yeah, searching but that's for him. Like I've been but, but at the end they find those two huge half pipes that connect and they're going nuts and it's like four dudes all at the same time doing fucking crazy tricks and you know, doing the gaps and stuff. Um The one I watched the most growing up was Elementality Two. That's a great video. It's a great video, and obviously, like a lot of the BAM stuff was super popular at that time. But Element also just had a bunch of guys who were underrated. Sure. And they had a lot of good street skaters. Actually, Ni- Nigel Houston. Speaking of, of him, that was kind of like when he started, like right after he signed. He was real young.
0: Nigel Houston. Nigel Houston turned pro, I think, at eleven or some shit.
1: Yeah, so he was like a teenager in that video. And he's I mean, like a billionaire and one of the best
0: skateboarders of all time, and he's like fucking Steve's age. And he's been pro for, like, 15 years. Must
2: be nice. <laughs> I, uh, um, I, I'm I, just... I'll be honest. I'm just not very inclined with a lot fair. of the culture. I think it's very interesting. And if you put on yeah. a skate video, I'll admire it. Um, I can talk about,
0: like, what I think the best skate videos ever are. Because I've seen so many, so many times. Like, uh, yeah, right. And yeah, fully flared. So fully funny. flared is... One of the best. I, my personal favorite skate video of all time is Minefield, the Alien Workshop video. Because it's like, it's a skate video, I... but it's also like just a bunch of like art student, like filmer guy art piece shit. Um, it's really incredible.
1: I really like a lot of Alien Workshop stuff. I actually have an Alien Workshop deck right now that's like the throwback logo with the colors and the aliens. The dark blue one? It Well, it's like. The, the my deck is like dyed like a bluish green, it's like, but where they slapped that old look mm. on all of them. I was gonna say in that elementality, um, two video because that one I came out in like 06, I think, when I was in like the eighth grade or something like that. Mm-hmm. That Tosh Townen, that dude they had with the, like the fucking crazy long, like blonde hair, yeah, I watched his segment so many times because it was such crazy street skating and he was hitting rails and sh- like doing shit where i was like impressed but i think it was because it wasn't like guys who were vert guys like this is one of those videos where i was like wow there's a bunch of new guys i haven't watched yet and they weren't doing like crazy vert stuff where you expect them to they're doing these creative tricks and settings where like how are they even pulling that off so right. i think that's what impressed me a lot i didn't mean to backtrack but I, okay. that 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 impressed me a lot when i was getting more into like skate videos hmm. and stuff
2: were the yeah right were uh, the yeah right ones the ones where like they would yell like yeah right there's the girl videos yeah i remember eric was Costin so good eric costen is
0: this might be a bold statement but i'll say it. eric costen is the greatest skateboarder of all time
1: eric costen was so good there was also some good flip videos back in the day flip had a lot of good videos uh misled youth that early
0: zero video was really amazing um and Birdhouse oh, yeah. the end I'm trying to oh, think. God. There's so many. I've seen all, fucking all of them and they're all so good. But Fully Flared, Minefield, and The End are my favorite skate videos.
1: I like. I well, kind of want to watch
0: one of those tonight.
1: I like the CKY videos, but I don't think those count.
2: I think those are like. uh... I hate the CKY videos. <laughs> Fucking! What's adjacent,
1: the dude skating adjacent? They're incredibly adjacent because it's
0: the same dudes in these videos. No, they're not skating. A, they're fucking they, shitting. They
1: have like <laughs> they have like a few like they'll have segments where there's cool skate clips. Like there this is like when Bam was young and he got signed. Nike tried to do skate shoes the first time and they were like complete shit. So if you look closely, he's wearing his SSLs and he just like tapes a Nike logo on them. Well, yep. um, who is they the found Bjork's in the, house in Iceland? <laughs> yeah. Who was the dude who used to get super pissed when he would bail and he would like throw his skate deck into the oncoming traffic? Um, uh, you know what I'm talking about?
0: Yeah, he had a, they had a name for him. It was, I gotta find it. We're fuck. Right. That was in I'm CKY2K.
1: Yeah, exactly. And he what would the like fuck to- was his name?
0: Oh, we'll figure it out. Um, I remember I got a copy of CKY2K for I think my 13th birthday. From one of my friends, and I had to hide it from my mom.
1: Oh yeah, it's nuts. I watched that into the ground growing up.
2: I think they're all like still Bjork's on house. <laughs>
1: it Carrie, is on was YouTube. A, I watched I it like three months ago. I think it was Carrie Getz. It
0: was yeah. Uh, they called him Hockey Temper Getz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So
2: they did like the Microsoft Sam like, voice, and it'd be like like his dialogue when he's angry because. They
1: would have, like, clips, and it'd be Bam and, like, Mike Maldonado, like, doing, like, nose grinds and shit in, like, random, like, downtown Philly. And then it would just be Kerry Getz, like, bailing some gap, losing Losing his mind. Throwing With the, his deck into oncoming the trash. The voiceover, hit, where though, break. where
2: it's just like, hello, my name is Kerry Getz. It's like Microsoft Sam. <laughs> when
1: I get, when I bail, I get super pissed or whatever, and he would just, <laughs> oh, my
0: God, it's like so him funny. Throwing his board
1: into a dumpster.
0: That was definitely it.
1: Oh, that's Man. awesome. So good. I mean, as, as much entertainment as, like, CKY and Viva La Bam and Jackass and all that was, they did do some stunts with skateboarding every now and then <clears throat> that were really impressive. Oh, sure, sure. They're not skate video stuff, but, like, people forget how... Ta- like People, like, would shit on Bam when he got popular. but he's not that good. I'm like, no, he's really Bam good. Bam was a and great just, skateboarder. He just started spending more time like shitting on people
0: literally literally like he was good enough at skateboarding to turn fucking pro for like and he for he didn't even start on element like he turned pro on toy machine and like 95 or something
1: it was like toy machine nike and uh something else he had some other endorsement like
0: and then he just got he signed with element and then he got famous for like
1: well, smacking deep.
0: his friends on the cheek with its dick. And then he's like, oh, I'm making millions of dollars doing this. I'm going to do this
1: instead. Well, Bam was so popular, his, like, basically his TV show got integrated into Tony Hawk. Right. That's how popular. We'll talk about those games probably another episode. But, like, Bam was so popular that, like, Tony Hawk's underground. The first one, just the Bam mission. It's, like, him from the show. Mm-hmm. And then the second game, the second game is just a Evil Bam game With
2: Benjamin Franklin and all that malarkey. Because because Tony Hawk is on the first episode <laughs> of Evil
1: Bam where they turned his house into a skate park, and Tony Hawk and like that's when like Rune, I think it's Rune Glisberg or Jeff Raleigh, like one of them gets like real drunk and passes out in the woods. I think it's Jeff Raleigh. <laughs> it's so funny.
0: Speaking of drunk skateboarders, Dustin Dolan was amazing. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Baker Three is one of the best skate videos too.
1: I feel like Baker um, and Etnes together, because of Ryan Sheckler, you started seeing Ryan Sheckler skated for Plan B. Didn't he start with, with Baker?
0: He may have, that's true.
1: I'm not sure, I have to double check that. But I was going to say, some of those brands... Well, here, I'm going somewhere with this, so hang tight. Like Guys okay. like Ryan Sheckler, Rob Dyrdek with like DC and stuff. DC was always popular before that, but... A lot of these brands got such mainstream exposure that people would start wearing them that had nothing to do with skateboarding. And I think, obviously, Bam, with all the element and audio stuff, but you know, um, like, more recently, it's Paul Rodriguez, when he left... um, I forget who he was with. He He left... He was getting it from Plan B, and then he started... Primitive. um, Primitive. Yeah, he was with Plan B and Nike. He was one of the first Nike 2.0 guys. Like, oh, God, 15 or 17. Oh,
0: Paul Rodriguez is a... Full ass goat. He is one of the best of all time,
1: and I think he's one of the smart guys because he saw through his tenure of how stuff got popular. So when he started licensing like Dragon Ball Z, yep. I mean, I see people wearing primitive DBZ stuff, and those shirts are expensive, like for t-shirts. You know, Jimmy bought yeah. Jimmy bought them at a stole Away show. Yeah, we were playing at Royal, and he <laughs> went into this like fucking thing of buying primitive stuff. Shout out Jimmy like, Klein. Yeah. Shout out Heavy Cream. But, Shout um, out
0: Jimmy Fucking
1: Klein. I love that I kid. Don't. He's the sickest. Yeah, I. But it's um,
2: definitely it. you. Definitely made a point though. Like, uh, I'm sure. At times where we were all in high school, there was that one uh, shoe brand or something that you saw people. Well, Thrasher. Like, Thrasher. Thrasher. More recently, that was more like five years ago. But
0: Thrasher is the current day. What DC was. 15 years ago
2: and for me in high school uh etnies became just like everyone had etnies and they you know weren't involved in that world at all everyone had
0: etnies when i was in high school too though like etnies have just always been around yeah and like kids who didn't skate just always wore etnies and i don't get it because etnies are fuck ugly
1: well there was like a short window where because i wore audio a lot when i skated because I liked, well, obviously, Bam wore them. Tony Hawk wore them during that time, too. But I liked audios because of, like, I liked the way their padding was around the ankle. Usually it had, like, a lot of padding up top. Mm hmm. And I felt like some skate shoes had more padding on the back, like the heel and the toe. Mm. And um, I had, because I didn't, I had a couple, I think I had two of BAM's models, but I had a lot of other pro models, like for audio, I had so many audios, but people wore them during that window where they had different BAM models with heartograms and stuff. And I'd be like, Mm -hmm. not like calling them a poser, be pissed off, but I'd be kind of shocked because I'm like, you don't, like, I wore skate shoes for a long time before that. And people would never wear that to school. No. So it was like a really weird. I, don't know, I, I
0: always just... skated America, just because Andrew Reynolds.
2: That's fair. Andrew like... Reynolds
0: stopped skating for America, like within the last year, and he's been around since the birth of that company. He skated America for like twenty five years, well, and he them, just stopped.
1: Them etnies and s are all like under one company now.
0: Yeah, it's like the Tom Yetto, like because Tom Yetto does like. Toy Machine and, like, all these other deck companies at once, too.
1: So, S, like, they reissued, the, like, the original cells, not the skinny ones, where they're, like, Yeah, the, the, the ones black. Andy wears those every day to work. Yeah, so I was going to um, order a pair, but then I realized how, I forgot how fat those shoes were. Right. So, like, imagine me wearing, like, the jeans that I wear. Like and, like, giant
0: skate yeah, shoes. Yeah, yeah,
1: like, I think I might do it. I would like be missing my pedals live. Like if Skate I was trying shoes to play, look like pontoon boats. <laughs> you know, like so on my Helix, I don't have the scribble strips. Right. So like imagine me trying to play a show live with those shoes on. <clears throat> and, like Oh shit.
0: And if dancing i dancing around that, and not knowing what you're touching.
1: <laughs> Cuz I usually depend on color when I do that live and the screen. Mm-hmm. So, like, my park and main ones I, like, memorize because I have the, the set that or I did when we were playing a lot. But, um, it's, like, imagine, like, kind of winging it with those shoes on. I'd be, like, falling over not hitting the cues and stuff. Right. I usually, like, when I play shows, this is kind of a different topic, I have to wear shoes where I can, like, not just move around live but hit my pedals. Yeah. So, like, that's something I'm very conscious of when I play shows. So that's why you'll a lot of times see me wear Vans or Chucks because they're they're not super thick and I can feel where I'm at. Sure. Um, and it's just really funny to me because I'm thinking now of like if I I, I might have to order some SSLs. Yeah, two two fun.
2: years from now when uh, when shows are commonplace again, it'll give us this 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 period is a reset for us. So uh, we'll also, just, in two... we'll, we'll just start wearing obnoxiously large skate shoes.
1: Who who's to say in two years that won't be the style?
0: Watching two that's years when point. everyone's fucking flexing in Osiris D threes,
1: I am waiting for like not like straight leg because that's like kind of popular again. But I'm waiting for baggy ass pants to come back. are like dicky so shorts
2: coming back. Well, I'll I'll ride that trend.
0: I'll wear dicky shorts till I die. Oh um, yeah, so that's a hill. Dude, like, and I will die. Shout on. out! Shout out! Dicky <laughs> shorts. Big ass. Big ass jeans coming back. I'm about it.
2: No, nah, you got to you like got to wear the cut. you got to wear the shorts that are big enough where it's just like half of your calf is showing and then it goes into like just absolutely huge skate shoes. So there's See, just the like disaster, that much leg.
1: The disaster of, of <laughs> boot cut baggy boot cut jeans and tight shirts coming back is like everybody from that era is old and fat now. So yeah, like, we imagine, all just
0: look disgusting. Yeah, we all look I'm disgusting so into anyways.
1: so So, like, imagine, like, I'm going to be, you know what I'm going to bring back? Like, wearing a white t-shirt under a smaller black t-shirt so you can see the sleeves sticking out. Um, you remember when everyone wore a long-sleeve t-shirt under no, a t-shirt? Yeah, yeah that's, how start doing that you're like mu- that's how you let people know you're into music. I'm going to start doing that again. I'm also going to start wearing a lot of brown, like, brown t-shirts with orange ink. Like, that Asteria shirt with the gold ink. <laughs> With the the birds and the leaves and like shit like down, <laughs> like on your ribs, with the oh yeah. side print, side print. Shirts.
0: yo! I used to have a lot of. I had Wait. a side print green hit the light shirt with a huge T Rex, and it said hit the lights, and then it said hold on to your butts.
2: Next time, when Larry, next time, uh, next time, one of us gets a design inquiry, just be like, hey, what do you think of this? And it'll just be like side prints of birds and whatnot, like mock it up as a side print. Yeah. Um,
1: what? Uh, when we were, when I worked with Larry and uh we were printing shirts together uh or he was printing shirts and i was just pulling them off the line uh we would do tests sometimes and if you don't know what a test shirt looks like the, it just goes wherever you can fit it to make sure your screen works and everything's set up correctly so larry you would pull these shirts off that have no space and they would be like oh yeah that works they'd be down here on the ribcage
0: I have test shirts
1: that are covered in
0: a dirty yeah, prints.
1: That's, <laughs> that's just how tests look, but I would always laugh because I'd be thinking of, like, oh, God, that used to be a thing. Oh, yeah. That's, like, every time you pull it off, like, I know it's just, like, that's what tests look like. I mean, you see bands will even sell the tests sometimes. Weird. But uh, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, why were bands printing that? Skate brands, pr- everybody was printing that at the time.
0: Dude, side print back then was a huge thing. Oh, so ugly. I Dumbass had- placement on... Apparel is stupid.
1: I had a hymn shirt. <laughs> so this is Coral. Cool.
2: And it had, like... Shout out
1: Mikey's tattoo. So, it had, like, the him like, the like the word mark with the line through it. Yeah. And it had Villa Vallo's face. The black shirt with gray and white ink. And then going down, it had, like, all this gnarly, like, side print. So, it, like, went up here and then up, to like, the, the, the chest. It was so ugly.
2: With the way... I wonder if I still... I'm, uh, with the way print area is, like, absolutely... Uh, overdone now. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we see it make a comeback.
0: Do you remember
1: all over print? Yeah,
2: That's so bad.
1: Why was? How is that done? The only all over print you need to have is uh fucking Louis
2: Vuitton. That's I was. It. I would assume it's sublimation. It's got. It's the only option. Like you, they they sublimate the fabric and then hem it. I I and think all, they, yeah.
1: No, but like there used to be like. Do you remember how popular it was when people had those really big hoodies and they'd have all over print? Oh, yeah. I know what you're saying. You sublimate the fabric and then you put it together, but I'm just saying, like, I think it's, like, it's definitely sublimated, but it's, like, this weird
2: level of, like, it feels like it's... It still feels like it was printed. Yeah. Maybe they just print the fa- print it on the fabric, like, uh...
1: It's gotta be however they do plaid, right?
2: Yeah. Like when you make know. a plaid,
1: like if you use plaid on a hoodie, because remember plaid used to be real popular. So they'd or, make hoodies, plaid hoodies. Oh, I Paisley, had a lot of that, plaid stuff.
0: I had fucking, I had a brown and tan houndstooth hoodie that I wore every day.
1: When I was in high school, the first like two or three years of I was in high, while I was in high school, fashion was the same, and then it changed towards the end until like you could find not real tight pants, but like slimmer jeans. Sure. When I started in high school, it was like 2007. So baggy shirt was real popular. And the one thing I remember being really popular, I was still wearing skate shirts and stuff. But like, people were wearing like, you remember those hoodies from like Hollister and Abercrombie? They're really thick, and then they have fur, and they're like coats. Oh yeah. And they were really expensive. I remember everybody wearing that, and then you, I had one. They were, they were either brown, gray, navy blue, or like if you were lucky, they're plaid.
0: I had one, yeah. I absolutely had a gray one, an Abercrombie one with a big ass <laughs> embroidered moose, and the moose was like yeah. a foot thick, and it stuck out like super. It was so it was, stupid. it, it like, weighed like forty pounds. You took and, it out and, of the washer, and it was wet. You had to take it out with a fucking crane.
1: And every kid, and every kid who had that, it smelled like cigarettes. Yep. Yep. Or or weed. Yep, I just think I I don't know why I remember that being such like a fashion thing. But we said plaid hoodies. I was like, that's are oh, yeah, all plaid over hoodies. There. Oh, I had that fallen hoodie because of Chris Cole. Because he used to wear. Mine wasn't the same color, but there used to be an ad where he would wear a purple and black, you know, stripes. Oh yeah, and it had like the thumbs. I had the yellow and black one. It was the Chris Cole like fallen hoodie. It was like a bumblebee looking ass.
0: Fallen was a big brand that people who didn't skate still wore.
1: I only had that hoodie, but I remember people wearing, like, like weird kids would wear, like, those finger gloves to school. Oh, like yeah. Like, striped. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm going to see Good Charlotte after school. Well, that's fucking be, rad, but sick. you don't need those gloves. Yeah, you, Actually, need,
0: you need gloves like that to go see Good Charlotte.
1: <laughs> like the ones Good just, Charlotte's crowd was still, <laughs> bones, like it was skeleton. like mall
0: goth chicks, but it was, they just listened to Good Charlotte.
1: And then, like, if you were, like, slightly a level less extreme, it was Simple Plan.
0: Yes. Like I, I still to... listen to both of those bands.
1: No, me too, but I'm saying, like, <laughs> if you listen, if, if you were, like, Molgoth with the gloves and, like, um, skate shoes and you, like, had probably either a faux hawk or, like, a little bit of purple in your hair, you were completely good Charlotte. Mm-hmm. And if you were, like, well, I have checkered vans and a studded belt... But like my mom and dad won't let me put makeup on. It was simple plan. Correct. And that was for and and I just want to clarify that's for men and women. <laughs> and that, they, but they both liked him. Sure, him was the best. Like if if you're in the eighth grade and you didn't think him was the sickest band, like you weren't involved. In I that. never liked him ever. I mean, him was not sick.
0: Like I tried to listen to him, yeah. like, a, like a, maybe like a year ago, just to, like see what it was about. I'm like,
1: oh wow, this is him. This is terrible. Fucking, you got to make the intro of this episode of the girl calling Ricky King. No, I want to do like I'm going to have
0: it be the clip of they're talking about all the shit they're going to do that their parents are gone. I'm and gonna push my King. hair.
1: Yep. <laughs> I'm going to stay up all night. Like I'm gonna fucking eat. I, I'm gonna whatever. Have a root beer float for dinner. He's like, I'm gonna bleach, I'm my, gonna hair. bleach my hair. <laughs> he's got like a big ass butt cut. He's got fucking like a Beatles hair, but
0: like it's way extra hair.
1: <laughs> they make the volcano with the chili and they Have the hot dog people. <laughs> They're, like I want to do
0: that. <laughs> well, we're God. about an hour and a half. You want to bounce?
1: Uh, yeah, we can we can start getting tying it up here because we're definitely not talking about Tony Hawk. That's okay. We did good
0: for like a good 40 minutes, though.
1: I mean, if you're listening to our podcast this many episodes in, you should know what happens by now, right? Yeah, if
0: anyone listens to our show regularly, they they know what to expect. Like, oh,
1: they're just going to end up talking about fucking Home Improvement in Seventh Heaven. So, if, yeah. So before we do what you're listening to, and before we get into that... We did that, already. that Oh, we did do that. Well, before we get into anything else, I just want to say... Um, <laughs> Send questions for upcoming episodes, we are going to be doing some topics, if you have suggestions for topics, send those on as well, but we're going to be doing some boy band stuff, and we're yeah. going to be talking about Tony Hawk after the game comes out as well. Oh, we did that live stream last week, I wouldn't hate doing
0: a live stream like every other week. Yeah, we could, we'll could. we probably do one next week. We'll probably do another one next week, but, so, that, I mean, by the time this comes out, that would have already happened.
1: Yeah, so get on uh, the Facebook, Instagram, Lost Causes Social Club. Uh, send in topics, uh, suggestions, questions, comments, concerns, shout outs. But I do want to do a big sky point to Bob Roorman, who passed recently. Word. So, do you know the Word. commercials? Yeah. Bob Roorman. Also, some baseball shout-out. guy died today. Yeah, Tom Seaver died. He was a Mets legend. Word. Sky I mean, point. He was 75 Sky point. Sky um, point
2: Bob Roorman. Huge Sky point. There's only one.
1: So, um, yeah, I mean, other than that, um, if you're getting Tony Hawk, you've probably gotten it already by the time you're listening to this, so let us know what you think of it. I'm sure we'll have big opinions. Biggest. The biggest of opinions. And, um, I think that if we don't do it as a live stream, we should definitely do a Patreon when we set the Patreon up of us watching, um, Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves because I have it on DVD. Solid. So, we gotta call Ricky King and tell him he's cute. We should find
0: someone randomly named Ricky King because that guy say, had, there's got to be like probably what in, in the full country, there's probably 200 Ricky Kings.: I'm going change
1: I'm changing my name to Ricky King. Ricky King was a son of a bitch though. <laughs> yeah, he sucked. He like showed up and like the kids were like waiters on rollerblades, and he was like like tripping them and shit. And like he was like trying to like trying to get that girl to kiss him and shit all aggressive. Yeah, he was kind of yeah he was he's no good No. But fucking, you know that that movie still is top tier bad movie that I love. You know I love everything that sucks. So that's valid. But that movie is so tight. It's but bad, yeah. but it's tight.
0: Thanks for hanging out with us. Shout out Tony um, Hawk. Shout out Tony Hawk. Shout out Rune Glesberg. Shout out Ricky King. Shout out Chris Cole. <laughs> shout out Chris Cole. Shout, out, shout, shout out, out Will Putney. Shout out Tim the Toolman Taylor.
1: And, uh, any closing thoughts from Fact Ass Steve?
2: Uh, I got my Sky Points in, so I think I'm good. Oh, Sky Point Issues.
1: <laughs> oh, are we. Yeah, yeah, canceled, canceled as fuck. Um. Issues fucking sucks. Who gives issues? a shit? Are we throwing a song on? Yeah, it's not gonna be an Issues song. <laughs> fuck, no, not. Fuck that.
0: Um, it'll be, uh,. I don't know. Well, you're about to hear a song in a second, and it's by someone that we know, and it's probably awesome.
1: Maybe a Heavy Cream song. Let's do a Heavy Cream song. We talked about him a lot tonight. Heavy Cream is uh, is our dog, Mike Klein. He's really, really, really talented, and he has some good tunes. And uh, I think uh, In Due Time, is that the name of the song, Steve? In Good Time. In Good Time, sorry. In Good Time is like one of my favorite tracks by him, so we'll throw that on yeah, we'll put that on. All right, cool. Well, thanks for listening, y'all, and uh catch us uh every Friday.
0: Every Friday, we're, we're a
2: mess to the store. We're all throwing peace signs up at the camera. Uh so you can't see it, but fuck you, I can. <laughs>